What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. Today, I want to share a story with you, the story of Joseph from the Old Testament, but also Joseph from the New Testament and Jesus. There's an amazing connection between the three that will impress you. It impressed me to find this out. The way that the Lord leads us through the Old Testament into the New Testament, into the church today and, and to the, all the saints, it's quite a tapestry. I want to connect these things for you. You remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. Most people do, but I'm going to refresh your memory a little bit. Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. These sons become what we call the 12 tribes of Israel. The reason for that is that Jacob's name was changed to Israel. When he, when he battled in, overnight, he wrestled with God or he wrestled with an angel. We're not quite sure what that is, but, but Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So we have the 12 tribes who come from the 12 sons of Israel by different mothers. And, and there's a whole story in that, but we're going to concentrate on the 11th son the second to youngest, his name was Joseph. Joseph was born to uh, Rachel and Rachel was Jacob's beloved wife. He had two wives and he loved Rachel the most. Actually, he had worked seven years to earn the right to have her given to him in marriage and he was defrauded of her and given her older sister and had to labor seven more years before he got Rachel. Anyway, she was his favorite and she bore him two sons, one Joseph and then the last Benjamin. When Joseph was 17, his father Jacob made him this coat. In some translations, it says long sleeved and others it says coat of many colors, but he made him a special coat that made him stand out. And his brothers were jealous. They were jealous because of the father's favoritism. And Joseph didn't help things because he acted like he was special in a way that wasn't the most humble way to go about things. He was gifted as a young man. He was gifted with dreams and he dreamed these sheaves of wheat are on the, the ground and his sheaf stands up. His, the sheaves that resemble his brothers, that represent them, come and bow down before him, these sheaves of wheat. And he tells them all about it. And they're like, oh my goodness, you really think you're something. And they hate them all the more because of it. The other reason why they, they don't like him very much is because their father has sent him on errands where they're keeping the, the flock far away. He has sent them on errands to send reports and he's, he's given bad reports. And so he's kind of a tattletale and sort of a spy. And, and Jacob, the father seems to be suspicious of his sons. And so he's always sending the younger one, Joseph to go check on them. 
when he has another dream, and this even upsets his father. I'll, I'll read this dream to you from Genesis chapter 37. And he's telling his brothers uh, and his father all about this. He holds nothing back about how special he is. Behold, I have dreamed another dream. And behold, the sun, the moon, and 11 stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brother, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves to the ground before you? And his brothers were jealous of him. But his father kept the saying in mind. Well, as the story goes, when he's gone to find them and to check on them, they see him coming and the brothers plot to kill him. But they decide rather than to kill him, they'll just sell him to some slave traders who are headed to Egypt. He ends up getting sold by his brothers and he ends up in Egypt as a slave. And what the, what the brothers do is they take that special cloak and they dip it in goat's blood and they, they tear it up and they bring it to, to Jacob. And they say, we found this, is, is this Joseph's coat? And Jacob is so sad. He mourns and mourns because he believes that his son was eaten and killed by wild animals. Joseph ends up in the, a household of Potiphar, who is high up in Egyptian hierarchy, and he's in charge of his household, and everything prospers because he is there. He's a good steward. What happens is that he's young and he's handsome, and Potiphar's wife really wants him to lie with her. And she asks him repeatedly, and he's like, no, my master has withheld nothing from me, nothing but you, and I will not betray his trust and do this evil thing. One day when everyone's gone, she then approaches him and, and, and grabs him and says, lie with me. You know, she's, she's got it in for, for Joseph. And Joseph runs from her and she's left with his, his coat, a new coat, a robe, in her hands. And so then she screams and says, when everyone was gone, he attacked me. And when he heard me scream, he ran out and left his coat. So she makes this false accusation that Joseph was trying to rape her when in, when in fact it was quite the reversal. So he gets thrown into prison. Well, in the prison, it was the Pharaoh's prison. He ends up in prison in charge of everything again, just like he was in Potiphar's house. He's in, he's second to the commander in the prison and the commander in the prison doesn't have a care in the world because Joseph takes care of everything. But Joseph has this gift of interpreting dreams. He's taken out of prison because Pharaoh needs his dreams interpreted and having Pharaoh, having him interpret Pharaoh's dreams leads to great great prosperity in Egypt because he's aware from the dreams that a famine is coming and they store up a grain for the whole world. And then the whole world comes to Pharaoh for grain, uh, which is shared, but also Pharaoh profits from it too. So it all ends up being this way. So there's this big famine in the land and Joseph, he is second to Pharaoh in Egypt. And now it's been 20 years or so since he has seen his brothers and they saw him last when he was 17. So the brothers come to Egypt all but Benjamin. Benjamin is, is not in this entourage that comes to Egypt to get grain, to keep the sons of Israel and the whole clan from perishing during the famine.
his brothers come looking for grain. Then eventually Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. There's a back and forth with captivity and, and they're scared and they don't know what's going to happen. And finally he reveals himself and they're scared. He says to them that this was part of God's plan to save the family from destruction that you would come here and get grain and the whole family is reunited. It's a beautiful story. I've left out a lot of it because we don't have time for all the details of it, but it's quite involved. I said in the beginning, this had to do with St. Joseph in the New Testament, you know, the husband of Mary, and that it had to do with Jesus. And I want to point a few things out to you that I think are very interesting about the Joseph of the Old Testament compared to Jesus and Joseph, the husband of Mary. Now we know about foreshadowing things in the Old Testament, that everything has deep, deep meaning. Sometimes we read a story and we think, oh, that's a nice story, but it could mean so much more that it was not revealed or that the writer didn't even know it was all part of God's plan. And that's a foreshadowing. There's foreshadowings that go on that help us to recognize when something that, that the Lord wants us to recognize, he foreshadowed Jesus. So when Jesus came, we would recognize him. He foreshadowed Mary. So when Mary came, we would recognize her. And he foreshadowed the church. And he foreshadowed St. Joseph, the husband of Mary, in Joseph, the son of Jacob, from Genesis. Let me give you an example. Both Josephs have the same name. Both Joseph's had fathers named Jacob. Both Joseph's received important messages in dreams. Both Joseph's went to Egypt under duress. So, you know, Joseph in the Old Testament, his brothers sold him into slavery and the caravan went to Egypt. And then Joseph, the husband of Mary and the foster father of Jesus, has to run to Egypt to escape Herod. Both are models of chastity. So I told you about Potiphar's wife. She wanted to seduce Joseph and she couldn't. We know that our Saint Joseph, the husband of Mary, is chaste. Both Josephs had lineage of the great patriarchs of Israel. Both Josephs, I love this one, both Josephs were guardians of the plan to save God's people. The sons of Israel are the 12 tribes of Israel. Those are the people of God. And by having Joseph in Egypt in charge of the grain and having stored it up to save the whole world, actually, the whole known world, he did at the time. And our Joseph was in charge of a plan to save all humanity from, <laughs> from the beginning to the end, a much greater. But you see the, the foreshadowing there. That is pretty Good. And so in the, um, in the Old Testament, one of the words, it's, it's a little verse here that I love in Genesis 41, uh, verse 55, when you needed something, when you needed the grain, when you needed to be fed, when you were in need, the quote is, go to Joseph. And in this year of Joseph, that's exactly what the Holy Father has asked us to do. Did you know that Joseph in the Old Testament also is a type of Jesus? He foreshadowed Jesus. So let's look at this and see. Joseph is the firstborn of Rachel and the beloved son of Jacob. 
Jesus is the firstborn of uh, firstborn son of Mary and the beloved son of God. Joseph is sold to Gentiles for 20 silver pieces by Judah and 11 brothers. Jesus is sold to Gentiles for 30 silver pieces and abandoned by 11 disciples. So there were 11 brothers and 11 disciples and there were uh, 20 pieces of silver for for one and 30 for the other. Joseph is with two condemned men in the prison, the cupbearer and the baker, one of whom is pardoned and given physical life. Jesus is with two condemned men on when he's on the cross, one of whom is forgiven by Jesus and given everlasting life. Isn't that interesting? Joseph from the Old Testament is exalted to the right hand of the Pharaoh and rules over the kingdom of Egypt. Jesus is exalted to the right hand of God and rules over the kingdom of heaven. Joseph from the Old Testament saves Israel and the Gentiles from death and feeds them, giving them wheat. Jesus saves Israel and Gentiles from spiritual death and feeds them eternal life-giving bread. Joseph gives special honor to Benjamin, the youngest of the 12 at the banquet. Jesus gives a special place to honor John, the beloved disciple, the youngest at the Last Supper. Joseph is revealed to his brothers who did not recognize him at first after he is exalted to the throne of Egypt. So once he's exalted, they didn't recognize him because he didn't look like them. Jesus is revealed to his disciples who do not recognize him at first either after he has been raised from the dead. Joseph from the Old Testament leads us to Saint Joseph. He prefigures him and also to Jesus. He prefigures him. This story is amazing. I really encourage you to read that. Those last few chapters of Genesis, you will enjoy it. It's so good. Such a good story. And I've only told you half of it because we are constrained by time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy to share Joseph from the Old Testament and how he prefigures Saint Joseph, the husband of Mary in the New Testament, and of course, how he prefigures Jesus. That is my great privilege. Pray with me now. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Omdurko, produced at the studios of Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit matradayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org.